G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. When someone gives you good news, you don't just sit there, do you? You find some way to celebrate, because good news is worth celebrating. So why is it then that when God gives us the good news, sometimes we just sit there? I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called There's a Light at the End of the Tunnel. Yesterday, in fact over this past week and a bit, we've been talking about the fact that God has some great news for us and that news is that no matter what's going on, no matter how bad or how bleak or how hopeless your situation may feel, He is here He is doing stuff for you. He is determined to bless you. And he has a plan for your life that's going to rock your socks off. Hang on, Bernie. Where do you get that stuff from? I can hear some people saying, well, I got it from the Bible, from the book of Isaiah chapters 51 and 52, to be precise. And no, I'm not here to promise you that you're going to win the lottery and have a big car and a big house and a big bank balance. That's rubbish. What I'm here to tell you is that your God is so in love with you that he feels every ache and every pain. He knows how you feel, and he knows even better than you do how to comfort you and heal you and bless you. Remember, we've been listening to what God's been saying to his people Israel towards the end of their time in exile, in slavery, their time of punishment in Babylon. Isaiah chapter 52, verses 7 to 10. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion... Your God reigns. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they sing for joy. For in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together in singing, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Israel. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Now, you can believe it or not believe it. There are plenty of people out there who want to wallow around in their pain and misfortune until the end of time. And, and look, I'm not being harsh here. When something bad happens, when we lose a loved one, when, when we get a bad medical diagnosis, when a marriage falls apart, or we go to work in the morning only to come home in the afternoon without a job, of course it knocks the wind out of us. We go through all sorts of emotions, shock, pain, anger, fear, resentment. There's a whole cycle that we go through in that grieving process. That's natural. And if you're in that cycle somewhere at the moment, I am not knocking that. Please understand me. But at some point, we have to get up off the canvas. At some point, we have to accept the fact that the world's changed and get on with the business of living. I know people who are in the business of being perpetual victims. It's their default mode. They always look at the glass and decide that it's half empty and they live their lives like there's some water shortage going on. I'm going to bring you some good news today. Your God reigns and he is determined to get you through what you're going through and he is determined to bless you in his own way and his own time. Believe it or not. The question is, 
What response is God looking for from us when he lays out the good news before us the way he is at the moment? When God speaks, and as I read you the word of God from Isaiah, that's exactly what he's doing, make no mistake. When God speaks his blessing into your heart, what response is he looking for? Well, we know that. Because in the very next verse, Isaiah chapter 52, verse 11, he tells us. He says this, Depart, depart, go out from here. Touch no unclean thing, go out from the midst of it, purify yourselves, you who carry the vessels of the Lord. Hang on, what's that all about? Well, let's understand it in the context of what's going on in the history of Israel as God speaks to them. They've been in slavery for 70 years in Babylon. God's about to restore them, bring them the fantastic news we've been talking about this last little while, and they're struggling to understand that. Three times in Isaiah chapter 51, God has had to say to them, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And then, as we've seen, he says, wake up, wake up. God's like an alarm clock here trying to get their attention And now he's giving them the next piece in the puzzle. Don't just lie there. You've got to get up out of that nice, warm, comfortable bed that you've made for yourself and hit the track, Jack, because I'm doing something. And if you want to get with what I'm doing, what I'm up to, you'd better get up and go. For Israel, that meant they had to get used to the fact that they were leaving Babylon. That might at first blush sound like fantastic news. They're going from slavery to freedom. That's what God's been telling them here through the prophet Isaiah. They're going from Babylon back to the promised land. Great news, you think? Here's what Isaiah was running into with the people. They become comfortable in their slavery. Okay, they were slaves, but they had a roof over their heads. They had food on their tables. They were safe. What? Leave Babylon? Are you crazy? The same thing had happened centuries before as they fled Egypt under the leadership of Moses. They were only a few miles into the wilderness and they turned on Moses and said, in effect, what have you done? It's risky out here. It's uncomfortable and uncertain out here. Better we should have stayed back in Egypt. At least there we were safe and we had food. There's nothing new under the sun. We all behave like that today because we prefer the certainty of our despair. Listen to me. We prefer the certainty of our despair to the uncertainty of a future out there on a journey to the promised land. God promises a whole bunch of stuff, but to get it, we have to pick up our cross and follow Jesus and die to ourselves in order to gain our new lives in Christ. Listen again to that one verse. Depart, depart. Go out from here. But touch no unclean thing. Go out from the midst of it. Purify yourselves, you who carry the vessels of the Lord. Don't just sit there. Get going. And along the way, stay pure and holy. Don't mix it with the rubbish that the world's dangling under your nose as though it was a viable alternative to the holiness and perfection of God. Don't think you can have a foot in both camps, one on God's journey and one on staying back in the world, which is the place that puts you in slavery to start with. It's like standing and waiting for your luggage at the airport, having one foot on the ground and another on the moving conveyor belt. That works for like mm, about half a second, and then we end up flat on our face. It's one or the other. It's stay stark in your present circumstances or get out there on the road, get moving God's way on God's journey to God's destination for your life. So, come on, which one is it going to be? When the shock of the impact is over, when you've come to the point where you can function again after a tough time, even though it's still tough, even though it's still uncertain and uncomfortable and maybe fearful, are you going to get moving with God's plan for your life or not? What does that mean? What does that look like? It means pressing into God, 
starting to function again in your giftings, helping other people, serving other people, seeking hard after God, and in that, a journey begins somewhere. Journeys don't happen by lying in bed and listening to the alarm clock and pulling the covers over our head. The journey begins when we hear the call of God, when we feel him shaking us, saying, wake up, wake up. The journey, my friend, begins when we take those first steps because he has said to us, depart, depart, go out from here. A builder may have an architect's plans in his hands, but unless he digs a hole and pours the foundations and puts the frame on top and starts laying the bricks row upon row upon row, day after day after day, friend, there is not going to be a house. An architect's plans do not equal a house. There will be no house unless the builder starts building it. There are way too many people who have heard God's call for their lives, who have heard God say, wake up, get going, I've got a plan for you. And then, with all their strength, they pull their covers up over their heads, they lie there and they complain that they don't know what God's plan for their lives is. Well, I don't know. God's word's pretty simple. Wake up, get out of bed, get going get into his plan. Before I go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.